Yo, this is David back again with another episode of the Blood and Fire Radio Podcast. This is episode number 131. Bit of a late recording session for me this time around, just because I was at a little Friendsgiving, little celebration, little gathering, and it was kind of far for me for the drive, so just got back kind of late, but got to get it done. So here we go. I hope you guys liked the themed episode. Um, I had a lot of fun putting that one together, so hopefully there was some good stuff that you uh, hadn't heard before, or maybe haven't heard in a while. This one, however, is kind of back to uh, back to the norm here. A good mix of stuff on this episode. We're going to start things off nice and uh, fast and furious here. This is a band from the Netherlands that's been going since 91. That is God Dethroned, and they're a band that uh, I have loved for a long time, and several of my friends are uh, big fans of theirs as well. So this particular song, uh, as well as you know a handful of others, always seem to make it onto uh, any sort of playlist that I make whenever I'm on a road trip with friends or things like that. Um, They're just a great band. Lots of high energy. Not every album has been perfect, of course. Uh, There's been a couple of... Yeah, they've never really released a bad album, but there's been a couple that are just kind of letdowns, I guess. And uh, and yeah, they actually had a change at drummer in uh, within the last year or so, because um, Michael, the, the previous drummer, left to join Pestilence full-time. So yeah, they have a new drummer now whose name I'm, I'm not totally sure of. I should have looked that up, but uh, I've seen some drum cam videos of him uh, from some of their live shows, and he seems to hold his own and then some when it comes to playing their material, so... Definitely looking forward to their next one that they put out. I'm going to play something off of their fourth album. They've put out 11 up to this point. Uh, That album's called Ravenous, and that came out in April of 2001 through Metal Blade Records. And uh, this one was kind of a turning point for them, I think, as far as um, more streamlined um, song structures. And still just as intense as the first couple of albums, but I feel like on this album was when they started to really write memorable songs uh, more so than the first two there's still some good memorable stuff on the first two records but this you could tell that the songwriting was maturing a bit on this uh, on this record so there's a couple of really great ones that stand out to me like via vampiria is one but uh, that's actually not the one i'm going to play right now this is another one that i love off of this album so here we go let's kick things off off of their fourth album ravenous this is god dethroned with swallow the spikes <laughs> Thank you. 
Alright, there we go. That was God Dethroned from the Netherlands with Swallow the Spikes. Yeah, that one's a perfect mix, um, that album, as far as the real just off-the-wall speed and intensity of the first couple of records and then some of the more streamlined songwriting that you see on later records. Um, Alright, we're jumping to France here. This is a four-piece death metal band that's been going since 2012, and frankly, I consider them to be some of the best uh, death metal coming out of France right now. Um, it's a style that, you know, should sound familiar. It's not uh, the most groundbreaking thing in the world, but they do it really well. And um, I really liked their last full length that came out in 2020. They actually just released a split uh, with another French band uh, that I can't pronounce on October 28th. So very recent, that came out through Carbonized Records. And uh, I want to say it's the type of split where it's only one song from each band. Um, so, you know, pretty, pretty short and sweet here, but the song that, uh, this band released was, was pretty good. The band's called Skeletal, and they use a TH in there, so it's like Skeletal, if, if you're trying to look them up. Um, but yeah, so this is off of their most recent split. This is their one song on their side, um, but I was just happy to see something new from them. So, here we go, off of their split from, uh, this year, off of Carbonized Records. This is Skeletal from France with Carnal Deceivers.
Skeletal from France with Cardinal Deceivers. Um, yeah, if you dig that, I suggest you check out both of their full lengths. Uh, they put out one back in 2017, and then uh, the most recent one was from 2020, as I said. Really good stuff. Um, all right, we're going to the USA out of Florida here, the old Tampa scene. This band has been going since 84, uh, with varying degrees of activity. <laughs> There's a lot of long gaps of just kind of nothing going on, but that's Morbid Angel. I've played Morbid Angel plenty of times, and I'm not really going to talk about their whole history and everything, but I am going to play a song off of uh, their 2003 album called Heretic. It's their seventh album out of nine, and this one really was not popular among a lot of the fan base. The production is pretty shitty. Um, it's not that you can't hear the instruments clearly, but you, you can't hear the bass really at all, but um, it's just very thin. It's a very strange production, and the drums are... are uh, not natural sounding at all, which is really nothing new for Morbid Angel. They always had, had kind of heavily uh, triggered kick drums and stuff in later albums, and that uh, is definitely the case here. But I just kind of have a lot of nostalgia, I guess, for this album because I was into it when it was still new. <laughs> so, like, kind of throughout 2004 and everything, I listened to this album a lot. Um, there's a lot of stupid interludes. There's way too many interludes and bonus tracks and things like that, so it's just a bloated album. Uh, in that regard, but if you listen to the actual like meat and potatoes of this album, the real full normal songs that they have on this album, uh, they're really good. There's some really good songs on there and really catchy songs on there. And there's my son's cat shaking off in case you hear his uh, bell jingling around. Um, but yeah, like, like I said, there's there's a lot of stupid little interlude things that just kind of get in the way in my opinion. They don't really add anything. Uh, but the actual songs themselves are great, and I think Steve Tucker's vocal performance was great on this album. So yeah, I still kind of, I don't hate this record like a lot of other people do. Um, so this is one of my favorites off of it. So here we go, off of their seventh record from 2003, Heretic. This is Morbid Angel with Curse the Flesh. Oh, 
Alright, there we go. That's Morbid Angel with Curse the Flesh off of their album Heretic from 2003. Yeah, man, I love that record. Uh, Steve Tucker did not. He liked the songs on it, but he was kind of vocal. I remember reading an interview with him where he referred to all of the interludes and bonus tracks and stuff as musical masturbation is what he called it. He said it was just basically Trey and Pete wanting to show off and he didn't think it really fit the record but he said that these the real songs on the album were some of his favorites that he's ever been a part of um, but he hated the production and he was kind of vocal about that in interviews as well so it wasn't long after that like when they were starting to tour like in support of this album that he had just kind of decided he wasn't into it anymore and that's when he left and David Vincent came back and now of course Steve Tucker is back in the band uh, and they put out their most recent record Several years ago now, I mean, it's been a while, and uh, there's been real no, no real, like, updates in quite some time, and then kind of out of nowhere, they just announced that they're doing a tour uh, in the spring here uh, with a few bands. I think Crypta is one of them, but, uh, so that's cool that they're going to come out and do another North American tour, but I'm kind of ready for another record, but from what I've heard, uh, Trey is just not the most uh, motivated individual these days, so... Um, any sort of record they put out, I think is probably going to be a little bit forced, you know, but I don't know, maybe it's best that they just don't release anything else. I liked the last album, but a lot of people weren't into it, but, um, but yeah, I liked it. So if they release another one, I'll definitely check it out, but who knows, who knows what they're doing. They've had a lot of downtime though. So we'll see what happens. All right. We're gumping. Uh, I was going to say going and jumping at the same time. We're gumping our way to Sweden. Uh, this is a four-piece band that's kind of black metal, kind of death metal, a bit of a mix of both. They kind of have some Viking imagery um, kind of splashed in there with some of their aesthetics and some lyrical moments and stuff like that. Uh, they've been going since 2015. The band's called Wolf Cross, and they, do, they only released a demo in 2015, and that's it. And uh, they just released their debut album on November 4th of this year, so that's quite a long time. Uh, to not have anything released from the 2015 demo to now. But um, I've been seeing some good things about this record. It's called From the North, and uh, it came out through uh, Grind to Death Records. But um, I've heard good things about it, and Frank, you know, it's got a cool cover. And like I've said before, that, that, is, uh, that does go a long way for attracting people to just give it a listen. And I gave it a listen, and I think it's actually really cool. The production's very clear, very thick and punchy. Uh, but the performances are great. Very tight performances. Vocals are really good. And uh, yeah, this is a band that I really don't know a ton about, but um, I just checked out this debut and think it's a pretty strong debut. So here we go off of their debut album From the North. This is Wolf Cross with Possessed by Death.
Alright, there we go. That was Wolf Cross from Sweden with Possessed by Death off of their debut album, From the North. That's a really cool record, and it is on Spotify, so if you liked that and you haven't heard of them, since they are kind of a out-of-the-blue, kind of unknown band, um, you should check out their record because it is out there. Um, speaking of bands I know nothing about, <laughs> here's another one. Um, this is a five-piece band from Sweden that's been going since 2017, and... I am certain, I can't remember who I was listening to, but they came up in a like similar artist type thing on Spotify, and I had not heard them, so I checked it out and thought it was really cool, actually. Um, I'm going to take a guess on how they pronounce this name. The band, it's two words, and it's Angra Manu. So that's Angra, exactly how you'd expect it to be spelled. And then Manu is, is the word main, M-A-I-N, and then Y-U. So that's how I'm going to pronounce it. Who knows if that's right, but um, but yeah, they released a debut album, a full length, in 2019, and then they uh, just released a, a new EP in March of this year called Ashera Triumphant, and that was released independently. I can't recall if the debut album was released independently or if it was just this EP, but it's really good. Um, it kind of has like a 90s vibe to it. It feels like 90s melodic, like Swedish black metal. Um, with some really good melodic guitar work, but uh, I really dig the production on this EP, and the songs are great, and there's just a certain, like, ferocity to the vocals that I really like, and um, so yeah, I mean, it's a band I really knew nothing about until recently, and uh, when I checked it out, I was really pleasantly surprised, and this EP is actually really damn good, so uh, if you dig this song, check it out. So here we go, off of their most recent EP, Ashera Triumphant. This is Angra Manu with Winter's War.
There we go. That was Angra Menu from Sweden with Winter's War. Um, I think that's so good. I think the guitar work is great. Um, like I said, they're out there on Spotify. Check out that EP. Uh, it's really good stuff, and I think it's on uh, Bandcamp as well. So since this was released independently, it's a good chance that the band kind of paid for everything when it came to making this EP. So uh, so if you dig it, purchase it on their Bandcamp, and that money will go straight to the band. You know, got to show some support. All right, we're going to Santiago, Chile here, and this is a, kind of a leftover from the last episode. Um, I think I just kind of had too many songs um, in mind for the last episode, and I didn't want to add any more to it, but I did like this band, and I wanted to make sure to play them on this episode. It's a four-piece that's been going since 2012, and they play a nice brand of uh, kind of traditional metal, kind of speed metal stuff. Uh, they're called Lucifer's Hammer, and uh, they've put out three records up to this point. One in 2016, then 2018, and then uh, 2021. So I'm going to play something off of the most recent. Um, they're one that I've seen on the roster for High Roller Records, and I just was kind of slow on checking them out. Um, but yeah, whenever I was kind of researching for the last episode, I came across them and uh, remembered that they were on High Roller. So... I already kind of had uh, their sound in mind of what they were going to be. I was like, oh, High Roller, that's typically, you know, more kind of retro sound and uh, material, clean vocals and, you know, more traditional metal. And it was, and it was really good. So uh, definitely worthy of playing on the podcast, but I just couldn't fit it on the last episode. So here we go. This is off of their third album called The Trip. Came out in June of 2021 through High Roller Records, like I said. Um, really cool record. I haven't heard the debut yet, but I did go back and check out the second album uh, as well, and that's equally as good, in my opinion. So here we go, off of the album The Trip. This is Lucifer's Hammer with The Winds of Destiny. <laughs>
There we go. That is Lucifer's Hammer from Chile with The Winds of Destiny off of their third album called The Trip. That's another one that's out there on Spotify if you want to check them out. Uh, we're going to Slovenia here. This is a two-piece that's been going since 2020. They are not on Spotify. I think I came across them on Facebook, uh, one of the black metal groups that I follow that kind of posts just random videos of new releases and things like that. Uh, they shared a song off of this uh, record that actually just came out uh, this past Friday. The band is called Kamra, and that's K-A-M-R-A. And uh, they put out an EP in 2021, but this is their debut full-length album. It just came out, as I said, this past Friday, called Cerebral Alchemy, and that came out through Avant-Garde Music, and that is a very uh, appropriate label for them because the material itself, it's very dark. Uh, it's definitely rooted in black metal, it's very kind of bizarre and just dissonant, very odd chord choices and note choices, uh, but it's not so off the wall that you can't follow it. Structure-wise, they're pretty, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Palatable, I guess, for people like me who can't really handle extremely bizarre music and stuff like that. Like, there's so much of Death Spell Omega that I just can't get into, and even some of Blute House Nord, who I love, Sometimes when they get really just out there, it's a little much. Um, but this band does it really well, and there's some nice uh, breaks within these songs that I think are really effective, so that whenever they kick back in, it's a little bit more impactful. So I kind of like uh, where they choose to have these little breaks in the song. Um, but yeah, I first heard this on YouTube um, because of that link on that Facebook group or whatever. And uh, this is a really cool album, and... Um, I think I got this off of their Bandcamp page as well because I wanted to support. I didn't want to just rip it from somewhere, so uh, I purchased uh, the album from uh, from their Bandcamp. So if you dig it, then I suggest you do the same. So here we go off of their debut album, Cerebral Alchemy. This is Kamra with Lantern of Ghostly Unlight.
All right. That was Kamra from Slovenia with Lantern of Ghostly Unlight. Yeah, some people might find like the little spoken stuff at the end like creepy sounding, and I, th- I think it sounds pretty silly if I'm being honest. Um, but I do think it's a cool song um, and a pretty cool record as well. All right, we're going to Dublin, Ireland here. This band has been going since 2013, and I first heard them on Radio Fenris back in the day whenever they just had uh, a demo out called Codex Perfida. And that was a really cool demo. Um, and then he played something in a later episode of his radio show from their EP. And that's when I really kind of uh, became a full-fledged fan. And then they uh, released a debut full-length in, in 2019. And uh, they're currently working on the follow-up to that right now. So the band is Verkalak. And I have my Verkalak uh, long sleeve t-shirt on and some of our older Krigsgrove uh, promo pictures from like 2018. But um, this EP was definitely a step up from um, the demo. The demo was still cool, but uh, this EP is called The Cursed Travails of the Demeter. And uh, I think the Demeter was the name of the ship from Bram Stoker's uh, Dracula, if I remember correctly. But um, yeah, one or two of the guys in Verkalak actually run Invictus Productions, but I don't believe this was released through Invictus. They were actually signed... Uh, to a different label, and they might still be, actually, for that matter. But Invictus is still going strong. Um, I, I tried to get Krigsgrove on Invictus, you know, years ago and, and didn't get there. But, um, but yeah, their roster is really cool, and they have a lot of good releases. But, yeah, this band here has kind of picked up steam with each release, and um, the debut, while it wasn't immensely popular or anything to a really wide audience, it did receive good reviews. And uh, I liked it as well. I like the production better on the older stuff. I think it just suits their music uh, a little better. It was a little too clean on the on that full length. The full length's called Mask, which is M A S Q U um, E. But yeah, as I said, they're working on a follow up to it, and I am uh, I'm all in. I'm on board. I'm ready to hear what they're going to do next. So here we go, off of their 2016 EP, The Cursed Travails of the Demeter. This is Verkalak with. Lascivious Cruelty.
There we go. That is Verkalak from Dublin, Ireland with Lascivious Cruelty. That's a great EP. Um, every song on there kind of has its own character and a different feel to it. And um, they're just really good songs. Um, all right, we're going to Switzerland here. This is a one-man band that's been going since 2019, and it's just some really good death metal. And this is one that I came across on one of the death metal groups that I'm in uh, on Facebook. Those groups really do pay off. Like, they expose me to some things I would otherwise probably not have come across. Uh, this band is called Impalement. And um, as far as I know, they only have one record out. I say I always do that. It's a one-man band, and I still say they. You know what I mean. But, um, yeah, only one album so far that came out in April of 2020. That's called The Impalement. So that's very creative. <laughs> but... Cool logo, cool album cover. Uh, it was spoken highly of on this death metal group, so I checked it out. They had a link uh, to YouTube, I think, uh, for this entire album, so I listened to most of it. And it it really is very good um, death metal, and it's just a band I had not heard of before. And I think it's worth sharing. It's a band that um, I don't believe is signed, and I think is deserving of being signed, so I'm just kind of trying to do my part and and spread the word a little bit so I don't know much more about this band but uh, that's all I'm gonna say <laughs> so off of their 2020 debut the impalement this is impalement with the tombs of the saints <laughs>
All right, there we go. That was Impalement from Switzerland with the Tombs of the Saints. Uh, that's really good, and I like the production on that a lot. It's really thick, really heavy. Um, okay, we're moving on. We're going to Sweden and the UK. I think there's one or two um, British members in this band. Uh, they've been going since 2016. The band is called Pale King, and um, it's one of the many, many bands featuring Yoni Peterson. Uh, he's a guitar player. He does vocals as well, but he's played for like Heads for the Dead, Massacre, uh, Ursin, Wombath. Um, used to be a member of Just Before Dawn, but if you look at his, you know, his list of bands he's been a part of, it's uh, it's massive. <laughs> but very good guitar player, uh, especially just when it comes to straight up death metal. Uh, he's very good. This is different though because it's death metal, but it has a very big epic feel to it. There's a lot of uh, of elements that they add in there to just give it this like massive feel. And I actually have not heard the second album, but I've heard this debut and I think it's excellent. Uh, the band is called Pale King, if I didn't already say that. But the uh, the record's called Monolith of the Malign and came out in April of 2017 through Soul Cellar Records. And just from their logo, I kind of expected it to be a little more like crossover thrash or something like I don't know it's hard to explain it kind of just had this like suicidal tendencies look to the logo and I was pleasantly surprised uh, when listening to it that it was just kind of this big epic death metal and it's just really well done so I don't know what I've uh, what I'm doing sleeping on this uh, second album I've only heard the debut but I really like it so I, re I need to check out the second album um, I can't remember when the second one came out 2020 I think but uh, yeah, this is excellent, and this is out there on Spotify, so if you like this song, you can check out the rest of it there. So here we go, off of their 2017 debut, Monolith of the Malign. This is Pale King with The Last Hour.
All right, there we go. That was Pale King from Sweden and the UK with uh, The Last Hour. Yeah, that's really good. I mean, you can't go wrong with pretty much anything that Yanni Peterson uh, has played on. <laughs> but um, this project and uh, Heads for the Dead are probably um, my favorites. Uh, staying in Sweden here, this is a band that I love. I have one of their shirts, and I wear it frequently. I wore it for the last uh, Krigsgrav show that we played back in June, which was our first show in like five years, and I made sure to wear this shirt on stage. This is a one-man band that's been going since 2012 called Svartkonst, and I don't even remember where I first heard them, but... Um, this guy's really good at writing catchy songs, but still making it very extreme. Um, it's very heavy and thick, uh, very bass heavy. He's not afraid to get like chunky with some of his riffs, but it's still very much like has that Swedish black metal, subtle kind of Watane type vibes here and there. Um, but he just makes it catchy. He makes it really catchy, but the guitars are very very thick and heavy and down-tuned and um, yeah the production suits the music perfectly there's two albums so far and both of them are excellent um, the title of the debut is escaping me for right now uh, I, I want to say it's called devil's blood or something like that but it's devil's something I could be wrong second album is called black waves uh, the debut was from 2018 the second album came out in April of 2020 called black waves and that came out through trust no one recordings and uh, that remains the most recent album uh, so far. But um, yeah, they're one that I'm always going to be checking back, you know, every few months just to see if there's anything new that's dropped out there because uh, I really, really like this project a lot. So, yes, um, I have bought both of their albums off of their Bandcamp page. So uh, be sure and do the same if you like this tune. I think I've played something off of it um, not terribly long ago, but I just wanted to revisit it again because it's a damn good record. So here we go off of the 2020 album Black Waves. This is Svartkonst with I Am The Void.
All right, that was Svart Konst from Sweden with I Am The Void. Definitely, you know, that's one of the more black metal, like, more pure black metal, I guess, songs on the record, but he still isn't afraid to kind of throw in some chunkiness here and there, and he just has this real heavy groove to his sound uh, that you don't hear quite so often from Swedish uh, black metal bands. Um... All right, we're going to the Ukraine. This band's been going since 2002, and they kind of snuck up and released an album without much uh, in the way of advertising, and that is Drutk. And Drutk is excellent, but I feel like they've kind of been stagnant a bit because each album kind of had its own character and its own style and its own production, uh, being very different from the albums that came before or after it all the way up until Handful of Stars. Handful of Stars, they kind of went into a more like post-black metal um, direction, more melodic, and I loved it. I thought it was a a refreshing kind of change-up for them. And it was a a divisive album because a lot of fans weren't really into that style and kind of wanted them to go back uh, to a more aggressive style from some older records. And they listened, they did, Uh, but the problem is all the records that they've done since Handful of Stars, which I want to say came out in 2012 or 13, maybe 13, Um, all the albums that have come since sound exactly the same to me. They're not bad at all, because Drudk has never released a bad album, but I think they've done, this will be the fourth album now that they've done since Handful of Stars, and... They all sound the same to me. Even the production sounds the same. Um, and it's weird. Like like I said, they just have not put out a bad record. But um, there's just not a lot of... Uh, I don't want to say there's not a lot of creativity. But um, they're just not really advancing their sound anywhere. You know what I mean? They found their style and they have just stuck to it completely for the last four records. But yes, I was just kind of researching what albums were coming up soon and this happened to be on like a Tuesday or something that I was looking up like what's coming out this week and then there it was there's a new Drutk album coming out so I was like okay I never heard one word about that from anywhere um but yeah checked it out um on its release date the album's called All Belong to the Night and that came out on November 11th through Season of Mist it's their 12th album now um And yeah, I mean, it was a nice gray, cold day outside, and the music was certainly fitting for that kind of atmosphere and that kind of weather. Um, And it's good, but uh, like I said, it's not going to blow me away because I've heard this before. (laughs) I've heard this for the last several albums. But um, but yeah, there's certainly still uh, a very strong band here. So uh, it is getting a lot of high praise so far. People are loving this album, so just check it out. You might agree with me, you might disagree, but um, it is a good record nonetheless. So here we go, off of the new album All Belong to the Night. This is Drutk with The Nocturnal One.
And there we have it. That was Drutk from the Ukraine with The Nocturnal One. I almost said the name of the record instead of the name of the song. The song is called The Nocturnal One. The record's called All Belong to the Night. Um, all right, we're going back to the USA here out of Tampa, Florida, but this is not one of the uh, bands from the glory days back in the early 90s. This is a more recent band. They've been going since uh, 2017. It's a three-piece kind of spastic all over the place kind of death metal uh, called Vacuous Depths and um, I heard good things about this record it's uh, it's pretty new they released a demo in 2017 but their debut full length just came out uh, on November 4th called Corporal Humiliation and that came out through Blood Harvest Records and I know for sure that I heard about this on that uh, death metal Facebook group that I'm in and it's not my favorite thing in the world but it's interesting, like it doesn't follow your kind of typical Floridian death metal template that a lot of other bands uh, tend to follow. This is just kind of all over the place and I don't know, some people seem to really be into just kind of the energy and the fact that it is kind of borderline off the rails <laughs> seem to be a positive thing for some people. So, so yeah, even though it's not my favorite thing I've ever heard, I figured I would still share since this is a pretty new band and... Um, yeah, we'll kind of share this with some some ears that might not have uh, otherwise heard of this band. So here we go. Off of the debut album, Corporal Humiliation, this is Vacuous Depths with Gold Crosses. <laughs>
All right, that was Vacuous Depths from Tampa, Florida with Gold Crosses. Um, okay, it is that time once again for me to announce the final song of the episode. Um, it's a little bit shorter episode because, frankly, there's several bands on this list that I don't know a ton about. So I'd rather not just sit here and talk out of my ass about them. I'm just, I'd rather be honest with you guys and say, I don't really know a whole lot about this band, but I like this song. <laughs> So yeah, some of my intros were a bit shorter than usual uh, this time around, but I want to thank all you guys for listening as always, and thanks for telling other people about the podcast. Uh, If you want to tell someone where they can listen, they can listen online at bloodandfireradio.podbean.com or on the free Podbean app, and of course the entire catalog of episodes is on Spotify, so be sure to find it and follow it there. Uh, any sort of questions or feedback or requests or anything like that, you can email me at bloodandfireradio at gmail.com. And of course, please find and like the Facebook page because any sort of updates or poll questions or anything that I need to get out to you guys, the listeners, uh, it's all going to be posted there. So be sure to find and follow um, the Facebook page. So yes, hope you guys dug this one. We're kind of back to normal here after that themed episode of uh, of number 130 there. I might do another themed one for maybe 140 or so. I'm not going to rush it, but I uh, already got a couple of good ideas for that one. So Now I'm going to finish strong with a band that I love that it seems like a lot of people kind of stopped talking about for a while there just because they were so inactive. I think they kind of fell out of uh, a lot of people's consciousness and that is Ahab. Ahab is from Germany. They've been going since 04. Um, pretty much a melodic, like, funeral doom band. Uh, but what sets them apart is that they've always had a nautical theme. Um, hence the band name. But they've always had just everything's involving the oceans and uh, and boats and, you know, sailors and things like that. Um, there's always these references, these nautical references in all of their uh, their albums. So they have not released a record in eight years. Their last one, they, they've, they're one of those bands that has truly gotten better with each release, and it gets to a point where the last one to me was so damn near perfect that I'm just like, I don't even know what they're going to do <laughs> from here on out. Uh, they've pretty much released a perfect album right here. But um, they're finally coming out with a new one, and they released uh, one single off of it so far. The album's called The Choral Tunes, and uh, that's going to be coming out on January 13th of next year, so not, not too far away. But that's their fifth album, and it's coming out through Napalm Records. And as I said, it's their first one in eight years. I'm excited. Um, I'm really ready to hear what they're going to do. But I will say with this first single, uh, it features a guest appearance from uh, the singer from the band, who I believe is also German, called Ulta. Ulta? I'm not sure if they pronounce the T-H the way we pronounce a th but it's u l uh t h a and i've played them on the podcast before and uh, they play some pretty pretty cool black metal but yeah like having him as a guest vocalist sounded fine on paper but hearing this single the whole first section is bizarre it's very fast which ahab is not uh, a band that plays fast and he's got a much higher shrieky like screaming delivery so you just kind of have this fast intense section with all this screaming going on and then it just dies down completely and then it's almost like a new song starts and the new song sounds like Ahab and it's slow and the whole rest of the song is slow (laughs) like that fast 
stuff with the other vocalist, the guest vocalist, never really returns. It's just kind of this thing that's just kind of stuck in there as like an intro piece before it dies down and then it feels like the real Ahab song starts. So it's kind of weird, but the actual parts of the song that sound like Ahab are really good. So <laughs> I really don't know what to make of this, but um, but I'm definitely going to be checking out this album, of course, when it comes out. So yeah, just be uh, be ready that when this thing starts, it's going to sound not at all like Ahab. So here we go. I expect to be back uh, in a couple weeks with the next episode. We got Thanksgiving coming up uh, for those of us in the States here. And uh, so have a happy Thanksgiving and a nice little break here. And uh, I'll be back in a couple of weeks. I've already got some bands picked out for the next episode and it should be a good one. So here we go off of the fifth album, the upcoming album, The Choral Tunes. This is Ahab with Professor Aranak's Descent into the Vast Oceans. Cheers. Surprise. 